Okay, We're trying this again and hoping for the best. Hoping for three times is a charm. I think it's this thing. Think I think a, this think was microphone? the culprit. We could have sat on we, the stoop. We wanted to put the microphone on to so you can hear us better, but hopefully it'll be okay now. We tried doing this from the stoop outside. Love saying the word stoop. Damn, it would have been nice. Love Gina's the, back. All right, that's all. Mania. Hey, then all is right with the world. All right. Uh, yeah, we were outside. The stoop didn't work, so we're back inside. Um, I, I can't tell you how much I like this place that we're staying at. Outside in the back, in terms of the parking situation, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass. But inside here, really very cool place. Type of place that I could see us actually living in. Ooh. Not here in Chicago, but this is like the type of place that... Yeah, it's really it's nice. Very, it's, it's very like a, cool. It's like a lofty, duplexy kind of thing. Yeah, it's definitely very much hard. I, I think my style, our style. So put that put to put the uh the blueprint yeah in. no it's right. uh absolutely it's it's a beautiful place i really love it and and it's uh nice. and they've been super nice job picking it up can i take this back yes now? you can take it back so we had a good day i think good morning overall good and good morning, morning lucia good morning we had a good day in chicago yesterday a lot of this, a lot of all this is very new for me because i I've been to Chicago um, on a business trip many, many years ago, but I didn't get a chance to really go around. I was in one location. So, yeah, while I was technically in Chicago, I never really experienced Chicago. Yesterday, with the help of my friendly tour guide here, I actually had a chance to experience Chicago. And I can Beth Feldman Tours. And Beth has always talked about Chicago, how much she loves Chicago. And now I have an appreciation for why. I mean, it is truly a remarkable city. Right, I mean, it really, it really, it's, it's, it's so it's, 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 it's the beautiful. best of everything. It's honestly, it's beautiful, and I, I, Beth will highlight. I'll let you highlight the fact that when we were driving along, you, I mean, I, you basically said this particular portion of Chicago kicks New York's butt. Yes. And why was it? What was it? That, what was it? That you oh wanted? my God! There's the lake and beaches. So you know, here you are in a place where you're in a metropolis. You've got all these buildings and and you know of course like the the city part of it that usually is bustling not now unfortunately um and and the you know you hear about the magnificent mile which is all the great shopping in chicago but in the summer there is so much activity along the beaches where people are jogging and bike riding or just sitting out and and just you know sitting by the water and um, and then there's also Lincoln Park and, and the zoo and, and it's just like, it's just so pretty. And we went, I took Darren yesterday to Navy Pier, which is sort of like the South Street Seaport. Um, like a tourist trap. It is. It's a total tourist trap, but it's just so pretty. It and is very pretty. Unfortunately, with the pandemic, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, did, it's not I, as I did purchase uh, an alcoholic beverage. You did. I, I only drank half of yeah, it. Yeah, like all the artisans are gone. They usually have really cute like places to buy things. They they can't work, but the guys selling alcohol, they can work. No I, problem. I wasn't thrilled about the fact that I had, paid, had to pay 29 bucks for parking, mm. but whatever. If we're you on, were, hey, if you we're, were on vacation. But if you were in <laughs> New York City and you were going to the South Street Seaport. I paid 40. Exactly. Would've you know, 40. so it's the same kind. Of, that is a tourist trap, but we were able to, to walk around. It was in the 80s. I mean, if you're going to visit Chicago any per, time of year. Per, it was perfect weather. You summer could. is the best time, obviously, except during a pandemic. But we went, and it was beautiful. I, I, this has been a recurring theme. The people in Chicago, as, I, as I've noted, are obscenely nice. 
I, I mean, it, it's the people are just ridiculously. I've always said and, that to you, and it doesn't come across as being like excessively insincere. It comes across as being truly, genuinely nice. Yep. Um, just the overall vibe of the people, just the way they interact, hello, um, just their whole demeanor just seems very, very cool, relaxed, chill. Yeah. And also willing to help and willing, willing to, to kind of just... Maybe a little bit too much. No, but it was just, it, it's just really, you know, it's like you almost like you're smiling through your mask because right. you just, everyone yeah. is just really genuinely nice and, and it's a good feeling to have. It's almost, you know, it, it was funny because even Dylan said that to us, you know, he was like, because I don't know if I can get I used to I all this niceness. I don't know if I can handle it. I think I need a little obnoxious behavior every once in a while just to keep me grounded. Yeah. Um... But for lunch yesterday, it was very simple. I had a, ended up having, I didn't realize that hot dogs were such a big thing in Chicago. Well, our friend John Moskowitz I had no idea did that, say that, yesterday, didn't he it, tell you? Because it's not pizza. I mean, yes, I know the, the deep dish pizza, but the hot dogs seem to be the main thing here in Chicago. Dog, I, D-A-W-G-S, dogs. Dogs, dogs. Not, not hot, do a, hot so dogs. I ended up having a vegan hot dog, which was, didn't really represent very well. I mean, it, it was <laughs> fine, but... What's I, that place called? Devil Dogs, And the guy right? asked me if I wanted... And when I asked for the hot dog, I said, how do you want it? Do you want a Chicago style? And I honestly didn't know what that meant, but I said, sure. And I did, and I'm glad that I did, because I think Chicago style is really right up my alley. It's basically everything on top. I guess the ketchup, the mustard, the onions, the green relish. Was there pickles on it? There was pickles on top. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, like, there's a lot of, a, there's a lot of not, business going there's on. Not on a that, pickle, there's that not a pickle dog. on the side. They put it right on top of the hot dog. Hey. It was it was very good. So I think from now on, when I wherever I go, if I have a hot dog, I'm going to ask for it Chicago style. And they'll be like, I have no, <laughs> I have no idea, idea what you're talking about. I have about. no idea what that But means. we also, back to your pizza conversation, when we walked with Dylan to, to look at DePaul, all of the top pizza picks are within like a one to two block radius of each other. And speaking of which, I did finally get a chance to see the university that our son is going to be attending. Beth actually had the ability to go and see it back in March before- Before every, the entire world down. was shut down. So this is the first time that I actually got to see DePaul. And I have to say, it's a pretty cool looking school. Cool school. It's beautiful, it's a, it's, yeah. It's beautiful. So I'm very, happy we were walking around with him he seems genuinely excited you can just see that he feels like he's he's ready for this which is i'm really happy about it well and and the one thing that i have to say you know again i mean people are so worried all over the place about you know the kids that are on big campuses kids that are in these cities that are on you know have a lot of unrest that's going on the nice thing about the fact that he's in this city is that in the event that all the classes go online, which it looks like every Which school is doing, um, there are other things you can do. You can still, you know, go out and go to a park. You can still do something, you know, just be careful, um, but you're not isolated on a campus where now everybody's got to avoid each other. So I, I actually do like the freedom of being in a city, which I never would have thought is a better kind of situation no it's a, i think he's i think he's in a, in a great place which i'm again i'm really happy about so you made dinner plans last night and then you switched them at the last I switched minute. them like three times switched, so, yeah beth i beth, wanted to find a seafood beth place little, beth could be a little indecisive at times i'm, a little I'm bit. an indecisive perfectionist is what i am and so, i wanted to make sure you know we're only here for a few days i wanted to try to get the the real chicago experience 
as much as I can for you and for Dylan before we go. And I appreciate that. So we had plans at a specific place. I was saying we're worth saying the name of it, it was because like we didn't go. Crab something bro. But then Beth landed us reservations at another place. I Swift did, and Sons which Oyster is, House, which is right across from Wrigley Field. I didn't know that when we were going. We were I didn't either. We, none of us knew. I didn't know it either. And I knew it was Wrigley Field. And then I look up and I see we are right across from Wrigley Field. So for somebody who loves baseball the way I do and the way Dylan does, that was like a real treat. Obviously, we didn't get a chance to go inside. I wish we could get, you know, would love to go inside Wrigley and see a game. But you will at some one point. day we will. One day we will. One day we will. But being across from the stadium was so freaking cool. We ate at the restaurant. Wait, but and they were very talk about the sanit the sanitizing parts. Oh my! I mean, the the, the the restaurant takes this stuff, and I think this is the protocol for all of them. Takes this very takes this whole pandemic. I wish they should very seriously. They do a thermometer check, temperature check when you when you come in, and one of the things is when we sat down at the table, they said anytime you are interacting with the staff, we ask you to put your mask up. Yep. Which, That's a law now in Chicago. Which is, I think, is a really smart thing. It's something that they do not require back in New York, right. but I think that they should. So, um, yeah, the, the, the entire um, experience was great. The part that I loved the most, and I had to, couldn't quite hear the server that well through the mask, so I had to double check. She said on one of our specials tonight is Virginia oysters, a dollar an oyster. I'm like, <laughs> that's all you needed to say to me. I love oysters. So we ordered two dozen. And I think it was the first time that Dylan actually had Yeah, he never had an oyster before. He never had an oyster before. And he says, I'm not sure if I like it or not. I said, well, it's one of those things. Oysters, you either love them or you hate them. People either hate the texture or they absolutely love it. The worst thing you can do is if you get oysters that are a little bit on the warm side, stay away from that. But if you get chilled oysters, especially for a bucket oyster, can't go wrong. So I was thrilled about that. And then the entrees we had, I say, were, were pretty good. Yeah, they were good. But the other piece of this that I really loved was, so we went into the, the restaurant bar and there was a lower level, um, but then they took us upstairs. And the upper level is phenomenal because what well, I guess in the summertime, they open their, the windows are like floor to ceiling windows, gorgeous windows that they open up completely. So you're sort of having that open air experience and you're looking directly at the Wrigley Field sign. Wait. So you've got that, like as you're dining, it's like being able to have that like right there. It's it was like, so you, cool. And you can't get more nostalgic than that like the sign the way it's lit up and then right you're just right across from the stadium so you're looking at that and they and built there was a woman there who was so nice because we wanted we of course wanted to get pictures and she said i'll take a picture of the three of you you have to get the three of you in there which is like the second time or a couple times now people have asked you to take to take photos they don't really care too much about yeah they're not like they're not yeah. so worried about the pandemic that they're not going to want to make sure that they're you know you gotta you gotta capture this memory. <laughs> right. i don't even care what's going on but she was nice enough to take a photo but she actually had told us she used to work for the cubs and she had said that this that the area where we were dining is only a few years old and there's a huge hotel there and it's and they rebuilt Wrigleyville so it's a it's a really nice like um bustling and not a bustling area but a, a nice area 
and um, and she said unfortunately the owners of this particular restaurant opened right before the pandemic three weeks before the pandemic yeah so you know you can only imagine how they're being hit hard and I hope that they can kind of survive and make it to next year because of course during a regular season, it has would to probably be, be has to be packed. You're literally right across from the stadium. I, I mean, it's it's just, and every single restaurant on that block is like a sports bar. So they have the TVs everywhere, and it's just like a really cool um, it was, place. It was great. And then afterwards, we finished dinner. We walked down. Dylan and I wanted to check out the outside of Wrigley Field a little bit. And so we walked across the street, and to me, this, was, this is the coolest part. I looked down, and I saw... I don't know about the equivalent of a block down from the sign, there was a statue there. And I'm looking and I had a feeling I knew who it was, but I wasn't 100% sure. And it turned out it was a statue of Ernie Banks. Which, I mean, if you, and I put a picture of this on Facebook, if you love baseball, I mean, you cannot help but not love this statue. I mean, Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub, was the man. Um, so we took a couple photos, right? Me and Dylan by Ernie Banks. It is a great statue. And the interesting thing about Ernie Banks, and I don't think enough people really appreciate this, that Ernie Banks was the first black baseball player for the Chicago Cubs. Wow. Ernie Banks as a player is legendary. I mean, his statistics are just off the charts. Had over 500 career home runs, two MVPs. I mean, he is just... He is a legendary player, again, known as Mr. Cub. He's also known for saying, what a beautiful day for baseball, let's play too. I mean, just the guy just exudes baseball. But this is very interesting because, you know, and Jackie Robinson for sure deserves all the credit he gets for breaking the barrier. But I, I think it's also important to note that there are other players who also probably experienced very difficult times, even after Jackie broke the barrier. And they talked about Ernie Banks coming to Chicago. And this was a, this was a little bit troubling, but this is an interesting uh, piece I read when he came, why it was so like important to remember that Ernie Banks endured his struggles as well. Quote, most Chicago whites hated blacks. And this was columnist Mike Rocchio said, the only genuine difference between a Southern white and a Chicago white was their accent. Hmm. So, and he was talking about Chicago at the time being one of the most residentially segregated cities in the country. So, you know, Ernie Banks coming into the game of baseball was just, was huge. And then he turned out to be one of the most beloved players in in Chicago history. Somebody so. yesterday when I posted the photos actually said that they met him in uh, I think eight years ago or something in New Rochelle. Oh yeah 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 I think I think Maureen did. Yes. yes. I mean it was great like it was just a connection to baseball that you just can never uh, ever forget so I was so happy that we went. All right we're gonna move on to other things outside of the yes. Feldman's experience but we still got more baseball to talk about in a second. Of um, course we do I know. I guess Facebook came out and announced, hi Facebook, uh, that they were, <laughs> that they're going yeah, to Yeah, Mark be, Zuckerberg's watching, That they're going to be know. banning political ads the week before the election. Mm. So Facebook is under a lot of scrutiny right now, obviously, with the way they're going to be handling information, handling ads, misinformation with respect to the elections. So Mark Zuckerberg is under the microscope right now, big time. Um, 
but one of the policies that they put in place is that they are not going to allow any political ads. All right, well, that's right. good. So that well, and then that also, because I'm sure the whole Russian interference thing is not going to happen, or they're going to try not for it not to happen. We'll try. You, know. you mentioned this to me in the car yesterday, and then finally reading about today. I, 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 I mean, I, I no, should just be working for, like, the Associated you, Press. You should, because you get it out there first, and then I have to fact check And then everybody, afterwards. oh, okay, then here's the fact check. <laughs> but the CDC has notified public health, public health officials to be prepared to distribute coronavirus vaccine as early as October or November. Yep. The first doses will be offered to doctors and nurses and other high-risk populations. Yeah, so all that's can, good. And all I can say is that's great. Let me know how it goes, okay? I mean, really, by October, November, we can see people taking a vaccine. He said, well, what's, what, what's his name? Uh, he was just on the CBS this morning. They, were, they did an interview with him. Not Fauci. Not Fauci, another one. Um, he, but he works Gupta? for the... No, Al-Sazar, Al something like that. Okay. Um, he was saying that actually three pharmaceutical companies have rushed this to the point where they're all in kind of the home stretch of their, of their trials. And he said that he goes, <laughs> we would never... What are the clinicians, what do they say to each other? Hurry it up with that. We got the other guy down well, the block. Exactly. Working a little They're racing. You. Think about it. Think, who's going to win the contract? Think about it. Think about it. Like, know. who gets there first? It's it's a race. It's a race because there's a lot of money at stake. Can you How are you doing over there in the lab? What's going on? What? They're almost done? Uh, I'm telling you. Think about these pharmaceutical companies, the amount oh of money they're going to make. So, yeah, so he's saying, he goes, we would never, you know, of course, safety is our number one priority. Mm. That's what he was saying. And so the billions of dollars. And, and, and one of these companies or is going to get a boatload a, a, of money. A buttload of money. Yeah, just back up the Brinks truck. These pharmaceutical companies are, the have made so much money with the tests, the COVID oh, tests. And, holy cow. So Maybe they could lower our insurance <laughs> right. costs because they, they figured out how to squeeze people for other stuff. <laughs> So that'll be interesting to see uh, how quickly this is fast-tracked and if we actually see some type of vaccine in early October, November. Does but that mean everybody was, back to school then? Is that what that means? No, no. but there was another thing, though, about um, the treatment things. Because I always say, yes, there's the vaccine, but there's also treatment options. And they're talking about how the steroid use when someone's having the breathing issues, or you know, that that actually has really helped to, um, to pe you know, people in terms of the healing process. So... At least if they're, you know, Beth whoever's working more. on Beth treatment. Beth has always spoken more. More about the treatment than the vaccine. Because it like has it. to be, I mean, it's inevitable. You know, all these people are getting it. But if they Drink said... lots of seltzer. No, but if they said to you, but there are treatment options so that if you get it, that we can try to like, you know, it, it, it's like if you, got pulled, if you got stung by a rattlesnake, you know if they give you serum, right. the antidote you'll survive. Right. I'm not if gonna, you don't, I'm not gonna go out you'll and get drop a, dead. I'm not going to go out and get a vaccine against the, rattle, against the snake, but I'll tell you're you You're going to take the <laughs> antidote, But right? I'll take the antidote, for sure. Same thing. A um, couple more things back in sports. We'll, we'll go through the, the unimportant, which is the fact that the Mets won, the Yankees lost. Araldis Chapman for the Yankees this has been suspended for three games in his role in basically throwing at the Tampa Bay Rays. But the biggest thing in sports yesterday and all the news, what, it doesn't matter if you're a Mets fan or not, for anybody who's a baseball fan, is that unfortunately that Tom Seaver passed away at the age of 75, which is a really sad day in baseball. Tom, terrific. I mean, just, well, without a doubt, he's the best Met ever. 
period. There's no debating that. I don't think anybody with a half a brain would debate that Tom Seaver was the best Met to ever wear a uniform. Um, Mets, like only the Mets could do, back in, I forget, you forget what year, I think 1976, managed to find a way to trade Tom Seaver. Again, one of the stupidest things that the organization has ever done. I can't blame the Wilpons for that one. Um, but then he did end up coming back wearing the Mets uniform for a few years later on in his career. But I don't give statistics a lot, but if we're talking about Tom Seaver and the legendary pitcher he was, we've got we to give a couple of stats on his career, okay? 311 career wins for Tom Seaver. 311 versus 205 losses. A lifetime ERA of 2.86. Wow. 2.86. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, anything, I mean, anything below three is re just remarkable. Um, multiple um, awards for Cy Young go down the line, but... Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was very sad, 75. I, I'm still not quite sure what he actually died from because they did mention COVID as yeah. a contributing factor. He had dementia, he had Alzheimer's. I mean, that 75 years old, that's really sad yeah. that he was, um, you know, it's, it's, it's such a tragic. And I was going through my Mets Facebook disease. group and stuff like that and everybody posting their memories of Tom Seaver. And um, yeah, I, it's, it's just, it's just a, a very sad, sad loss so may he may he rest in peace um what do you think is going to happen to macy's department story what would you say do you think they're going to be around mm -mm. No? no no unless they go unless they try to take on like a target or a walmart so they're going to have to go more mm. like downscale um and and compete at that level because there was an article about them this morning basically saying don't count us out they're going to be closing down about 20 percent of their stores over the next few years but at the same time they're going to be opening up some locations as well so they're basically doing a whole strategic reevaluation of they, like what sells and they what feel that they there will be a place for macy's despite the fact that jc penny's gone lord taylor's gone all these departments i'm glad they have, want to evolve but it's... they yeah they that's their they feel that there's going to be room for a place like macy's even in the in the online well era. because they're also known for their home furnishings like they have a lot of great like the bedding side of things like there's the whole home part of macy's that is like when you go shopping for bedding it used to be like you would either go like bloomingdale's was more upscale and then there's macy's which is, is like one step down so if they compete for that market along with the fashion and the beauty side of it then they kind of are taking all of it because that's what target does now target is, is yeah but target does home furnishings you know they, they play a little in the clothing stuff it's not like they're known for the clothing um but they really do well with the home furnishing the office the storage the that stuff and then they have supermarket type you know then, then they also turn into supermarkets so i mean especially with walmart too they're Wait. trying you know to make a play so, so don't, don't count out all the retailers yet don't count out a lot i just you know it's do was, we have a macy's anywhere near us there was i think just at the cross county but i don't go oh. i don't know no, um, not a big cross county thing. but you know what it is i think the whole concept now of trying on clothes is going to be like that's going to be a novelty that i kind of feel like is going to go away and i hate that because i like to be able to try it on before um but 
it's one of those things where people are just going to be like, you know what, just order it. Just and order if it. it's not, doesn't fit, send it back. Same. And, you know, here's the bag. <laughs> it's, it's like we Zappos. Got, I feel like we got a couple more people coming on because they know we're getting close to the trivia time. But I still got a few more things we got to cover. Uh, nobody's time. commenting. Come okay, on, people. Okay. I Is haven't that... seen any comments. Jeez. You're just watching. I um, love it. But say something. This, um, See something, say something. <laughs> New York City indoor dining. Mm-hmm, mm. It is becoming a real problem the fact that they have not opened up indoor dining at these restaurants. Um, they're going to kill these places. The, the, the restaurants are going uh, if they do not do something soon, de Blasio, Cuomo, they are going to end up suffocating these restaurants and you are going to just see them going bye-bye. Well, but I, some a, a Facebook friend posted today about, she showed a picture of people dining outside there is no way that they're that they are six feet apart. They are on top of each other. So, I want, so it's it's like it defeats the purpose. Well, let me finish here on the, on this particular restaurant because this we had a personal experience here. There is a Queens restaurant okay. that has joined a lawsuit against against the city, against the the state. Um, Queens restaurant is suing um, for their inability to oh open. You know what restaurant it is? The one that we went to in Queens. Blend? Il Baco. Oh, uh, which was that, Italian? I believe that's the restaurant that we had our car parked out in front of the restaurant. And it uh, got smashed. It got smashed. But it's a great restaurant, but we had a personal experience at this restaurant. They're in the, last they, summer. In the last summer. They're in the paper right now for the pretty big lawsuit, I guess, against the city and the well, state. Well, because he probably really can't do much outdoor dining. But what they're contending is how ridiculous it is that they are not allowed to open up. And yet, restaurants literally 500 feet away in Long be, Island. In Long Island, can yeah, because that's they're, ridiculous. Because they're, they're right on the border of where Little Neck. Yeah. And I guess I guess the next town over be Great Neck. Um, that one can literally you can walk down a block. One can be open for indoor dining. The other one can't. It it really is ridiculous when you when you, you think about it. Um, they, you have to let these places open. The weather is going to start getting cold. There's outdoor, even places that can do outdoor seating, people are not going to sit outdoors. So what is the game plan? You know what the other thing too, you know, they're talking about the ventilation systems, right? So the malls couldn't open until they changed over the ventilation system. So if a, if a restaurant says, I will get my ventilation system up to snuff in order to do this, why wouldn't you approve them? By the way, I don't know if you know, we just upgraded our... Uh, ventilation? Yep. Merv 13 filters just put in the A-game sports. Just wanted to mention See, that. but yeah. that's the thing. It's the ventilation because even schools, there are certain schools that are also not opening because of ventilation systems. So I understand that, but if, a, if, a, if a, in good faith, if a restaurant is saying we're going to do that, or maybe the city provides funding to help you get up to code and, and, and subsidizes like that, that. Like that then all of a sudden, okay, now we're doing this and we're still keeping the social distancing inside, but... We were in. We were doing indoor dining last night in Chicago. It was indoor outdoor though. Okay. I mean, because they had the windows open. That was considered kind but of it outdoor. Was, yes, but right. There were people doing indoor dining yes. there as well. And, we, the, and, and we, we were still were far away from. We people. were still on the inside part. We weren't like out on, yeah. the, on the edge. Yeah, yeah. So we were still indoors. Right, but it was. We were far away from like the next table over. Make the rules very strict, but you gotta allow these New York City restaurants to open up. Yeah, I mean, it's just I'm really... sorry. You can take the pandemic seriously and still allow business to, to survive. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. I, they really don't. So 
I, I hope some progress is made on that front real soon or else like, again, we're gonna see some significant restaurant closure. We're gonna have the restaurant closures no matter what, even if they do open, the places are still gonna have a hard time surviving, but keeping them shut down for indoor completely right now is terrible. Um, I mean, and they have been able to prove in Westchester and I guess in Long Island, I mean, our numbers are still low and we have the indoor dining. So why wouldn't you just say, okay, let's do this? Is it they just don't trust people? I mean, I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's Some very, part it's, of a master it's, plan it's, to it's, get rid of all of them and start over? It's very, it's, it really is very upsetting, especially since you're talking to two people here, right here who love to go out we, to we, eat. We love to go out to eat. Um, your girl, Nancy Pelosi, is fighting back. She didn't appreciate what you- She was set up. She said she was set up. She didn't appreciate you. I saw the salon she, owner. She, she looked a little bit like a, she, it looked like a fox she, anchor. Sorry, I mean, no offense to, I know there are people on both sides of the aisle, but she absolutely looked like she had it in. She had a, she had a big flag in her front window, and this was like a sting operation to end sting operations. I'm sorry, let me tell you. What does that mean you were, what does that mean though you were set up? Totally, because according to Nancy, this is, it's a he said, it's a she said, she said situation. According to Nancy, she was lured in and said, this is, we are doing this right. We're only allowing one person at a time. And this is okay. This is the proper protocol. And she believed them and, and, okay. and made the appointment and went in. But she wasn't on camera. She wasn't even wearing a mask. Her hairdresser was, but she wasn't, which is wrong because I wear a mask when Michelle does my hair. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, why, why should I not wear a mask? So whatever. Um, but according to Nancy, they tricked her. According to, according to the salon owner, her assistant called to make a hair appointment. And she's had those cameras the entire time. So why would she like, you know, do that? And, and the, the owner is saying, it's really unfair that the Speaker of the House is going ahead and she needs to have her hair appointment, but I'm not allowed to have more than one customer in the salon. Like this is ridiculous. And, or whatever these stringent rules are, I can't really have people inside. And, um, and so that was her, you know, but I think she set her up. I do. I mean, I absolutely <laughs> think she. And and shame on Nancy Pelosi. Are you kidding me, lady? You make so much money. You couldn't have had somebody come to your house and do your hair. Seriously. You couldn't have called the guy. Come on, come the on, guy Nancy. that did your hair. I've had hairdressers come to my house to do my hair. Who am I? I'm not a speaker on. of nothing. Come on. I mean, come on. I'm speaker of my house. You are, I am the you, speaker you, of the house. You are the speaker of the Falcon every, house. Every mother hey. is a speaker of their house. And we get our hair done and we figure out how. And, in terms and of, sometimes we buy Madison Reed. And or the spray. <laughs> and I thought about the fact that Nancy wasn't wearing a mask was a very good segue to the next portion of our show, which I know you want, you're probably going to cringe when I bring up. Uh-oh. But this is I got my mask right but, here. But this is CN, this is CNN newsworthy, so okay, I, need, go ahead. I need to bring it up about face mask wearing. Uh oh. So Teresa Tam, who is Canada's chief public health officer, okay, said that sex should be avoided if either partner has COVID nineteen symptoms. And they okay? should wear masks. And she also recommended yes. that people wear masks during sex. She also said, okay, that the lowest risk sexual activity during COVID nineteen involves yourself alone. How sad is that? So you don't, have to, you don't have to wear a mask if you're... If you're by yourself. Yes. All right, just keep that in mind if you were wondering. Um, 
I'm glad you didn't like. Um, I put my mask on, so I was like, <laughs> I was controlling my emotions this way. You would have seen it in my eyes. You would have yeah, seen, seen this. You would have seen the eye like, roll. The eye roll. Like, can, Jared, are you really gonna talk about that on the air? What? Listen. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's just a. Por- it's like a thirty-second part. We gotta talk show. about everything. Um, I am going to trend on that note. I had a few more things. One thing I will ask you. One last quick question. Do you know who now is the richest woman? I saw the article, but I don't remember her name. Anybody else? Is, she, is it like some? Is it Bezos' girlfriend or something? His ex-wife. Oh, his ex-wife, not yep. his girlfriend. The richest woman in the world Good now for her. is Mackenzie Scott. Good for her. Ex-wife of Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos. She is now reported to have a net worth of sixty-eight billion dollars. Maybe she should be investing in Macy's. 68. I think she should take him on, and she should redo Macy's. I think a woman's touch could totally transform this stuff. That's, see how we're connecting different parts? Macy's, Oh, I wish she'd take them on. 68 billion. Nice. There we go. Nice. On that note, I'm going to let you... Well, and I want to say one other story because we were watching this really nice CBS This Morning thing about, again, it was a Chicago story, but I had to, to, to share this because I found it so interesting. Um, there was a group of teenagers who partnered with a professional athlete um, and when all of the, um, unfortunately, when rioting happened and, and businesses were destroyed, there was an area of Chicago that has a ton of liquor stores. Like they don't have good supermarkets, but there's like liquor store after liquor store after liquor store. So one of the ones that was destroyed, this professional athlete came in and and with the help of these teens, um, they turned it into a food market, like a fresh, like a, um, a farmer's market for their area. And the uh, um, the athlete, they raised over half a million dollars to get this up and running. And they're employing the teenagers to work, it's I guess for the next 12 weeks. Mm. And it's in this neighborhood and the teens were so terrific. They were talking about how, how wonderful is it? You know, our area didn't have this kind of stuff, but now not only are we bringing this here, but we're mm. earning a living to bring this incredible stuff. So the more that we have these kinds of business coming to our communities, the better. Mm-hmm. And I did read that Mayor Lightfoot here is doing a whole revitalization plan to bring that kind of, um, those kinds of businesses to the south side and the west side of Chicago. So hopefully, and also to help um, the housing situation. So it does make sense. That part absolutely makes sense. Um, so I, I applaud the teens and the athlete. I find his name after. But I think that that was like kudos to them. So that was my little news story for the day. All right. And I, right. yeah, right. let me do my. Uh, I gotta I gotta hand over the uh, the gadget the in order for her to do the trivia. Yes, yeah, right? so I gotta find my my stuff to I, myself. Okay. Gonna, is this gonna be a good one today? What do you think? I don't know. The yep. word of the day: verisimilitude. Verisimilitude. Um. Nobody's commenting today. I don't know why anybody's. Is, is there something is wrong? The, Um, either truthful or the appearance of something correct Um, I know this word very similar to I know this word I know this word anyone? what is it? The, the appearance or semblance of truth, likelihood, probability the play lacked verisimilitude okay, I was, I was, was right close, you were good alright, alright, anybody there for trivia? we're going to start asking know. questions right now I don't know whether or not 
are people just like, am I missing the commenting today? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know what's right, going on. Go. We got some viewers. I see we have viewers. Okay. All right. Yeah. William Schraft invented what popular Easter candy back in the late 1800s? William Schraft. Think about this. Think about this. Particular Easter candy? Yes. Marshmallow bunny? Um, no. Chocolate bunny? Jelly beans. Jelly beans. Oh, oh. damn. All right. This is going to be totally played <coughs> to your humor, so okay. I, oh. I threw this in for you. Thank you. What's the loudest animal on earth? Saying this is playing into my humor. Uh huh. I'm just wondering. I'm not gonna touch anything. Whoops. I don't know what just happened. Nothing. Just waiting to see if somebody can. Um, Anyone? How does animal on earth? Hi, uh, an elephant. I don't know. The sperm whale. Really? here for the sperm whale. I see. He's, he's like, oh my god! I'm the sperm whale! Ah, I told you. Did I tell you? That's good. That's good. What animal cannot stick out their tongue? Crocodile can stick out their teeth, it's not their tongue. Oh, I, Look did, at that. I, I did not know. The same goes for an alligator? I don't know. All right. Just the crocodile. We know for crocodile for now. All right. On average, what is the thing that Americans do 22 times in a day? Drink? Open the fridge. Open the fridge. 22 times. So now everybody start counting how many times you open the fridge in a day. Oh, All right. So the other day I asked you about how many eyes does a bee have? Yeah. So how many noses does a slug have? Oh. That's gross, right? Two. I didn't even know. Two? Has four. Four noses? It smells a lot of stuff, that oh. slug. Pretty gross, right? Yeah. All right. What is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? Highest-grossing holiday movie? Holiday movie. What's the highest-grossing holiday movie of all time? Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Home Alone. Home Alone. Wow. I never would have guessed it. Me either. So, what's the number one seller at Walmart? I, this one, I was like, really? This is, it's a crazy, like it's so, I, I had no idea. Number one seller at Walmart, guys.
You had one the other day and you didn't like the taste of it. You were complaining about it when we were driving. You, you felt that I had bought old ones or something. Bag of chips? Bananas. Bananas are the number one selling? I would never in a million years have yeah, guessed that, that they sell bananas that, at Walmart. That, that was a crappy banana you gave me. Did you get that at Walmart? No, I got it at Balducci's, oh, okay. which is even oh, crazier. It's a terrible banana. Maybe Walmart makes better, has better bananas. Yeah. I don't know. All right, in Alaska, it's legal to shoot bears, but it's illegal to do what? Eat them? Wake one up. It's illegal to wake up a bear. How funny is that? Or scary if you were to wake one up. Wow, that's an interesting. Well, they're it's you know they're they want, you want they they're hibernating. Them. You're not yeah. supposed to wake them up. They're gonna get really angry. But hopefully, you're not allowed to shoot them while they're sleeping. No, that no, terrible. that's terrible. That's not allowed to do that. So anyway, now you know. So no, don't do that in don't, Ala- don't do it in Alaska. I wouldn't shoot a bear. Anyway. Don't wake a bear. Don't wake one. All right, who is the youngest player to reach ten thousand points in the regular season in twentieth century NBA? Twentieth century? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like yeah, twentieth century. So the, in the two thousands, or no, twentieth century? <coughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, I know we're in the twenty first, but whatever. I'll say Jordan. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Now we're up to the last one. I don't know. I think our commenting thing got screwed up today. I don't see anybody's comments. No, we it's don't so have weird. any. It's very strange. Very strange. Sorry about that, guys. All right. Here we go. This great, is us right now. Great show. It's a great show. Love that show. The Jeffersons. I know. Jeffersons. That's a great show. I love Such the, a good the, song. The, the entire cast was great. What's his name? Sherman Hebsley? Sherman yeah. Hebsley? And yep. what was her name? Um, Florida Weezy. Evans? No. That was that her? No, that was no, that wasn't. No, Wheezy. Wheezy. Oh, yeah. Isabel Sanford, right? And this is very cool. And the only time that I think I was able to go to some award show that you had at CBS. Yeah. I walked with her. Oh, it was the 75th anniversary of CBS. That's what it was. It was some CBS thing that I, yes. finally, got in, that I finally, after all those years, yes. got in. Yes. I have that picture. And I met her. Yeah. She didn't say much to me. But I mean, it was still a very cool experience. That is very cool. Wow. All right. Well, I, I you know, I'm so glad we had this time together. I'm sorry that make... people didn't like. I didn't get to see your comments today. Maybe we'll see it later on. Maybe we'll, we'll see it later. Just tell us you were here. We, now we... we're not going to be. Yes, we want you to know tomorrow. This is very upsetting to me. We're going but... to have to interrupt our regularly scheduled programming because we are moving Dylan into his apartment. But my feeling is maybe on Sunday we can make it up to people and we can do a show Sunday. What about that? Do you want to do that or do you want to do it later no, on no, on Friday? Don't, no, we can't do stuff on we Sunday. We can't do that We on don't Sunday. do Sunday. Okay. We're not going to make it up. Right. We're just going right. to say, that, you know what, we'll, maybe we'll like elongate one of the other shows. We'll do it. Yeah, maybe. Because we're going to have that come up again next week. So we're ha- going to have two weeks in a row where we're not going to be able to do a show. I feel bad about it. 
But it's but you know what life happens, and sometimes you know every show has to go into reruns. We just don't you know I can reshare one of our best. Maybe I'll put together a bloopers tape. <laughs> because yeah, really, because people need really they need that to much. see they us, see, they or you'll see, just re, miss us. Need to see reruns of keeping it real. Yeah, that's, well. that's when we'll know we really hit it. When you start watching reruns, then we'll say okay, we we really. One day, listen, one day we're going to hit the big time and, and we're going to take all you guys with us. I don't know where we're going. I don't know how famous we'll be, but we will never forget how we got our start right in front of this phone. <laughs> right, right, here. right here. Right here in a somber apartment. So we won't be here tomorrow, but we no. will be back on Saturday and then we're going to find a location to do it outdoors someplace, okay? Yes, we will absolutely right. find a nice outdoor location. We can do that on, uh, what, Saturday? Yes, we can right. do that. Sounds good. All right. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Have fun. Do something cool. Look forward to hearing about it. Days ahead. We'll be back. Again, not here tomorrow. Back on Saturday. Smiles, everyone. Smiles. Bye. <coughs>